Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. Today, I'm shaking things up and I am solo in the lounge. I'm going to be chatting about how you're currently holding yourself back and how you can start actually showing up for yourself. Get unstuck. This episode's going to be short and punchy, so let's get started. Well, hello again. It's just me today. I wanted to break and shake things up and chat about something that's really changed my life recently. Tonight on the lounge, though, I'm drinking coffee and it's 9 p.m. This sounds like a nightmare to me usually, but I have so much to do tonight, tomorrow, and before we go on our trips that I'm just, I'm freaking out. I'm like, okay, I have to do some late nights and early mornings, but it's fine because I will be in Mexico this time next week. And this podcast and you all who listen to this podcast are one of those things that I do not take lately and I love. So thank you for being here. I am committed to preparing for the rest of the year and hitting my goals. And I've never been more ready than ever. And I will tell you why. The reason I'm having this conversation is because I actually had a realization about this recently and where it was holding me back in my life. I was totally self-sabotaging myself and I didn't even realize it. And the second I actually realized it was when I started actually making money in my business. Because before that, I was doing all the things. I paid years of experience and thousands of dollars to learn. I was getting some traction, obviously, and onboarding clients. Duh, I was making money, but... There was this constant underlying fear of what was to come if I did get successful. And the worst part is, at the beginning, I literally had no idea that it was happening. I was just living so unconsciously on autopilot that I was like, why the heck am I stuck? I'm doing everything that I need to do to get where I'm going, but I'm stuck. I feel stuck in my business. I feel stuck mentally. I feel stuck emotionally. I just feel like I was in the slump. So once I realized that I was the one and only thing that was standing in my own way and that I truly do have the power to change my life. I was like, what what the hell am I doing? I would literally tell myself that I was doing all the things and believing that I was really giving it my all. But when I actually stood back and looked in the mirror and looked at myself, I realized that I was slowly like sloth-like going through the motions and doing it in the laziest way possible because what I was unconsciously thinking is, is it actually failure if I didn't really try? So I wouldn't give it a mile. I would not really try because then I can't say I'm a failure. Then I don't feel like a failure. And to be honest, it's the same thing with procrastination. Like I wouldn't give myself enough time to do things. So then if I failed, it was like, well, I was up all night doing it and that's the best I could do. And that's just not the truth at all. I was self-sabotaging myself. And you know what? I'm a firm believer that people can feel and absorb that energy that you are putting out and it's going to throw them off in your business. So for example, I'm an empath. Like I can feel people's emotions. So why wouldn't they be able to feel mine? You know, when people say, oh, read the room, read the room. Like when you literally walk in a room and feel other people's emotions and the energy and like the vibe in general... How could that not translate out onto my business and start repelling at least some people from me, the people that are meant for me that I'm not ready for yet or that I wasn't ready for when I was living in that old headspace? But anyway, it translated into me being super disorganized. It was being super lazy. It was me spending way freaking too much time scrolling and lacking time management skills in general. 
it was me remembering in the moment that I have something really, really important to do as I'm scrolling. And, you know, God's giving me that little nudge like, hey, here's your friendly reminder that you actually have stuff to do if you want to succeed. And me acknowledging it and then continue scrolling. Oh my gosh, how many people do that? Like we all do that. But what this is translating to is self-sabotage. I was sabotaging myself because of my fear of not just what would come with failure, but also with success. Because when success happens, then you have more visibility and you have more of a platform. So then came the fear of the trolls and the haters and the cancel culture and all of those things that come with having a platform of people and being in front of millions of different people who have millions of different opinions, right? It can be freaking scary because the online world, like it's ruthless. So that one was a really hard one to swallow for me because I'd done so much work in that space already to move past those people-pleasing tendencies that I've talked about so much. And then to find out that this is where it's showing up in my life still, like, dang it, I thought I was already over it. And then now it shows up in a different way. But you know, I am grateful that I did figure that out because now I can move forward. Because in that moment, I had to face myself and truly ask myself, do I want to be here, like right here where I am right now for the rest of my life? Whatever I'm feeling right now, wherever I live, the thoughts I think, the food I eat, how I treat myself, is that really how I, am I okay saying, you know what, I would live like this for the rest of my life? Like, sure, if I had to, but why not try for a bigger, better life? Why not become the person I want to become? Who says that I can't have a freaking private jet? You know, who says and why not? Because of something you believe about the socioeconomic status of where I live or the people around us? No, why not? I don't have to move to LA to have a freaking private jet or become a Kardashian. I can have one if I want to, but I have to work for it. I have to work freaking hard for it. Excuse that frog. At the end of the day, I'm a freaking go-getter. I always have been. I freaking graduated high school with my associate's degree, which was awesome. I'm proud of myself for that. But I knew it was time to make a change. And you know what? This is exactly why it's so important to remain curious about ourselves and other people, specifically the people that trigger us, you know. Because oftentimes your triggers are something, something that's going on inside you. But we put it on other people, right? Well, that's a story for a different day. But the truth of the matter is facing yourself and owning your own shit is actually one of the hardest yet most incredible life skills that you could ever develop in your life. Because it translates to literally everything you do. Think about it. So this is what I did to change. This is what I did after I became self-aware. The first thing I did was be kind to myself. This is definitely most important because it's grace. You have to give yourself grace. We can't change the fact that we're imperfect humans who literally operate from our programmings and trauma. That's a lot of fucking weight to carry. So yeah, be nice to yourself. The same grace that you give other people, give it to yourself. And just like the way you treat other people and the way that you show up for other people, that's something that I've really embodied lately is I really showed up for other people more than I showed up for myself. So I would lay around all day in my pajamas, stinky, sweaty armpits, like on the couch 
and doing my work, no makeup on. And then when I would go out with my friends, it was like to the nines, shower, get ready, brush your teeth. And I'm like, why don't I show up like that for myself? Like, am I not good enough for myself? And it, you know what? I operate at my highest level when I feel the best about myself. Obviously, I don't feel really good about myself when I haven't done anything to really take care of myself for the day, even those basic needs like brushing your teeth until one in the afternoon. Let's be real. It happens. Let's say Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg wanted to come over and they're like, hey, we're 10 minutes out and my house is a mess and I just reek like old Chinese food. I'm going to be freaking out. But if I'm already ready for the day, then that's just one less thing to worry about. And I'm already operating at my highest, so I wouldn't feel, oh my gosh, insecure about how I look, how I smell, how the house looks or whatever, because I've already taken care of myself for the day. When I feel put together, when I feel like I smell pretty, when I know that I've brushed my teeth in the morning, when I know that I've worked my ass off doing yoga every single day for my body, I feel so much better about myself. And it translates. It's that energy I was talking about earlier that people can freaking feel. So this ties into my next point is I figured out who the heck I wanted to be exactly like physically wrote down the woman that I wanted to become and what her life would look like. Like how much do I travel? Where do I live? How do I act? How do I talk? What do I dress like? How do I have conversations with others? Do I look them in the eyes? Do I look away? Do I have really good posture? Am I standing up straight? Do I have good nonverbal communication skills? Like I think about those things. How do I want to look? Because I think a lot of times we feel like we're trapped in this body. We're just trapped who we are and how we are. And that's not true. We can literally make our lives anything we want to. I mean, I got so deep. It's important to know exactly who you want to be so you can get there. And if you're lying to yourself, it's like intentionally putting the wrong address in your GPS and then navigating there anyway. So just like don't think about it in a way that's really weird. Think about it in the way of who is going to be the person that I'm the most proud of and how do I become her? All right. The third thing I did was reverse engineer from there. Okay. So if I want to have good posture, I have to make a choice every single day to pay attention to how I'm standing, what my posture looks like. Am I slouching? Am I leaning? What am I doing? And if I catch myself slipping, then I correct it that's it. It doesn't have to be any huge thing or any, you have to beat yourself up over it. And I think that's a problem we see a lot in diet culture right now is you have to start on a Monday after you've eaten like shit for the whole weekend. And then if you slip up during the week that you're supposed to be eating healthy, then you just keep eating unhealthy until the next Sunday and you binge again. And then you're like, okay, starting on Monday. Like what? I do that all the time. Why is that so normal? All right. And then number four, I started making decisions as that higher level version of myself. For example, if I wanted to be an extremely chill, non-reactive person, which I do strive to be this, then when those really triggering situations come up, I now have to make that decision every single time to respond rather than react and to embody that woman that I want to become. Because if I keep making those conscious choices and rinse and repeat those four steps, it becomes second nature. And I also want to note that a lot of the things we say that we can't change in life are actually habits, which we are perfectly capable of changing. Here's the way I look at it. It takes awareness to know that there's a problem. And then you have to make a choice to fix the problem. 
A lot of people get stuck in awareness or even step zero. They don't even know they have a problem. But after you make the choice to fix it, then you have to make that choice daily until it becomes a habit. Basically, we're rewiring your subconscious. Anyway, that's it for this TED Talk. I hope you got a shit ton of value from this. And let me know if you want me to do more solo podcasts like this in the future. Next week on the podcast, Mimi and I are talking about medicinal mushrooms and conscious relationships. So thank you so much for joining me in the lounge tonight. Don't forget to leave some love in the reviews, connect on social media, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. Till next time. Cheers, my friend.